Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, friends, like I say many, many times, I try to create a balance in this show uh, from anywhere from the, you know, the details of how to go out there and start a real estate investment business to create passive income to change your life financially, all the way down to the intricacies of how to organize your life uh, to realize that it's not just money, it's the quality of life, the choices that are made to create the quality of life. They're all over the place. Well, last week I went into some stuff where uh, I had been asked, how did I come to my belief system that led me to the level of success that I'm at? And by the way, I'm not a billionaire, uh, so somebody's got me on financial aspect. Uh, I'm not the greatest athlete in the world, never, you know, was a super athlete, uh, won a lot of competitions, but never a super athlete, so um, did never maximize that. Um, I just happened to have figured out how to maximize what I wanted in life to the level that I wanted it at, and uh, realized that you can have anything you want in life, but you can't have everything you want in life, meaning if you wanted to be the best at something, you would have to give up your whole life to be the best at it. I remember a person uh, telling me a story about a concert pianist who had just played the most unbelievable score ever at this, um, whatever you would call a open piano concert, right? And uh, somebody came down to him and said, man, I would give my whole life to be able to play like that. And the concert pianist looked at him, just sort of grimaced and said, I did. And that's the difference, my friends. What were you willing to give your life for? That's the difference. I mean, come on. And some people, it's like I wasn't willing to give much of anything for almost anything. 
And so as I look around, my life is a whole bunch of nothing. But I've got a lot of nothing. <laughs> I've, I've mastered nothing. And because I've mastered nothing, I have no things in my life I can look back to as successes. And people, you know, they say, what are, what are the greatest day of your life? Well, with my baby. All right. I know you all love babies. Everybody loves babies. To talk anything negative about babies and dogs, you're going to be in trouble with the populace. I get, I, I get that. But to say that the greatest thing you ever did in your life was to get your wife pregnant or for your wife to say, I got pregnant. That is the I mean, you can do that without even knowing how to do it. How can that be the greatest thing in your life? And he said, well, the, the outcome of it is the greatest thing in your life. Okay, we can work with that one. So having a child, which is pretty easy to do, pretty hard to mess up, then becomes the greatest thing in your life. What does that say about everything else in your life? Well, raising a child is fulfilling. I understand that. Uh, raising 2,000 employees is pretty fulfilling, too. I think a bit more fulfilling than raising one child. But no, that's not what they teach you. Your goal in life is to raise one child. But why not raise 10 child? Uh, I was watching a show the other day. Guy, It was about uh, the Ozarks, and there's a show called The Ozarks. And it just interests me so much, I wanted to go look up the historical value of the Ozarks. And a guy was telling a story about how they had 15 kids. I mean, that's the way these guys were. You know, 10 boys and 5 girls. Now, that that's a skill set. That's a challenge. You think about that wife, what she was made of to come up with 15 kids. And then you go, we lucked onto one. She said, well, why are you rubbing our nose in this? Because I'm trying to share with you something today that's above and beyond. Interestingly enough, um, I worked my way through all my self-help books up until Think and Grow Rich last week. And I got some emails and one email was uh, rather interesting. You know, so a lot of the people said, hey, I really like it, appreciate the self-help stuff, keep it coming. But somebody else said something very interesting. Del, you read Think and Grow Rich six or seven times or 11 times or whatever it was, and the, the, the football player that you talked to that read it 11. And um, so the question is, what could you do for us to help us not have to read it 11 times? And I thought about that for a second. I thought, you know, that's kind of interesting. Because the first time I read it, I wasn't psychologically ready to hear everything. Second time I wasn't. Third time I wasn't. Fourth time I wasn't. But each time I was closer to that position to be able to understand what the book was really all about. And you can start with the basic outline of the book and what... And really, um, there are people that have, um, what do you call it, outlined the book very well, brought his thoughts to forementioned in a manner that is very linear, very productive. Um, so you might want to read one of those um, outlines before you actually read the book. It might knock off one or two or three levels of reading the book because it gives you some insight into what you're supposed to learn. I read the book just flat raw. And so, you know, the first time through was the outline. I had to you know, outline in my mind, where was this guy going with his thought process, right? So maybe today, 
and or a couple more times this week if I have time, uh, I can sort of work with you on the outline and maybe knock a few times off of that book for you because truly the book is phenomenal. It really is. The guy spent his whole life. You say, boy, I wish I could write like that. I'd give my whole life to write like that. This guy did give his whole life to write like that. He spent his entire life interviewing the most successful people in the world. Accumulated the knowledge, wrote it up in little pamphlets, gave it out, sold it. That's how he made a living. And then finally converted it all into a book, right? So the basic concept of Think and Grow Rich, let's start at the very beginning. And understand that in the beginning, people had no concept of the self-help concept. The concept was it didn't exist. There were two types of information on this planet, and only two. Well, there was probably a third, which is spiritual, and that was out there. And how that ties into all this is an interesting combination that I'm not going to try to get to because I don't think I have the expertise to organize the thoughts well enough to tie them all together. Maybe one of you do. Um, But the two types of most commonly known knowledge was that of specific knowledge and general knowledge. So when you grew up as a person in the 1800s, 1700s, 1800s, 1600s, 1900s, whatever it was, you were told that success was either accomplished by one of two methods. Go out and get some specific information. Be an apprentice. So you learn to be a master goldsmith, or you learn to be a master iron worker, or you learn to be a master mechanic, or you learn to be a master plumber, but you learned a skill and you learned it better than anybody else. You were a master of that specific skill, and that therein lied your entire life. Once you're a plumber, you're a plumber for the rest of your life. You have a plumbing company, you raise plumbing kids, you employ plumber plumbers, assistant plumbers, clean up plumbers, helpers. Your whole life revolves around being a plumber. It is a very, very specific kind of information. Some of you became soldiers. That in itself is a very specific kind of information. A police officer, a teacher, whatever it was, But you were taught that you need to go get specific skill sets so you could get a job. So you could master something that people would pay you to do. And then it came down to how hard were you willing to work? How many horseshoes a day would you make? If you were lazy, you made four. If you were great, you made 12. Whatever it was. But that was your level of information. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. My friends, how many of you out there right now believe you have a plan? I followed the conventional plan for years, and then the conventional plan blew up in my face. I wonder how many of you can relate to that exact same thing. The real question is how many of you have actually figured out how to turn that thing around 
and make it happen. Do you have a plan? Lifestyles Unlimited has one for you. It's worked for countless others. Retire in five years or less. Come learn more. Join us for our live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley on having a plan. The year I got cancer and could not work for eight months, I lost 50 pounds. I want to tell you that I made $4 million that year. I made more that year than any year I'd ever made previous to that in my life. And I'm not telling you that to impress you. I'm telling you that to impress upon you. I didn't go to work for eight months. That's a plan. Create your plan at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. It comes a point in time every now and then when the world flips upside down. And during that time, you have to come up with a decision in your life. How are you going to go through this? How are you going to work your way through this process that has no end? So what do you do? The first thing I need you to understand is that almost every entrepreneur out there makes it big when something bad happens. I tripled my net worth between 2008 and 2010. 10 years straight increase in value. It makes us all look like geniuses when everything goes up for 10 years straight. But now we're at the point where we can find out who's good again. And you need to be in there. Because why? Because I tripled my net worth in two years. You can do it too if you know what to do. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today uh, we are discussing the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the concept is, is that, as I've alluded to in the past, uh, this book has so much in it that most people that read it, read it more than one time. They read it three or four or five times. Uh, and I met one person who said he read it 11 times, and each time he's read it, he's still got something different and better out of it. Um, I've read it many, many times. I can't even tell you exactly how many there are. It's been colored up so many colors of highlighter that it's really... Almost, I should start over again. But the reality is, is that the book does have a completely different way of seeing the world. And it is very difficult for the person to read it the first time and understand. So what I'm trying to do is just start you with the basics that you need to understand that I didn't get until I got through the entire book the first time to truly understand what the gentleman was trying to say. So his first point was, 
is that the information that you've been taught to look for your entire life is of two types. Very specific, like I'm going to become an apprentice of some skill set for the rest of my life, or very generalized, which does absolutely nothing. Now, what he's saying is, it's very interesting, is that he believes in specific information, but he believes that specific information just picked up for the sake of specific information is useless. He also believes that generalized information is useless. Whereas most people believe that generalized education leads to a more thought-provoking mind. Your mind is stronger. You've got more tools to work with. And I don't think he believes that. I know that I don't believe that. Because when I went to college, and I'm just going to call it like it was, it was a bunch of bratty kids that didn't know what to do with their lives, and their parents don't know what to do with their lives, and they just wanted to pay to get them out of the house and get them to do something to grow up. I remember starting a class with 500 people in the accounting class, and the reason there was 500 people is because that was the class they made everybody take to get into business school. Two years later, you could get into a business school, but you had to go through two years of classes that were designed to kick you out. Accounting 101 was one of them. And I went in, there's 500 people in the thing, in the, the seminar room. And uh, by the first couple of months, that 500 was down to 100. It wiped out 400 people that just weren't interested in accounting. But accounting, which is the basis of all business thought, they couldn't hang with. And so they were wiped out. Right? But this general thought, I'll go, and at, at that time, everybody, I knew 400, 500 people in this group, 300 or 400 of them changed, and guess what they all changed to? What do you think every liberal Democrat takes their kid through in school? It's a course called, and it's a schooling called liberal arts. And then you pick up something from liberal arts and go, I'm studying the Zuandas in Africa. And what they've meant to the entire world. Or I'm picking up and studying African dance. Or I'm studying the Fiji fly in Fiji. Absolutely useless information that they get a degree on. I I know a guy that used to work with me. His kid got a degree in anthropology. What is he doing now? Selling real estate. It's just ridiculous. Why do they even bother putting their kids through the college? I went to it. My dad wanted me to go through it. I looked at it. I said, Dad, you're wasting money. I'm wasting money. This is ridiculous. I'm wasting time. You're wasting money. This is a waste. They're not teaching me how to think. They're teaching me how to not think, how to believe what they want me to believe. Dad, I could beat any of these guys. I could even beat the professors, and I did. I'm now wealthier than any of the professors I ever had, right? I don't think anybody benefits from general education at all. It's a waste of time. Now, to what level? Well, it used to be till 12th grade. It was pretty effective. But now even in grade school, in high school, it's now become a socialistic, communistic left-wing educational process to polluting your kids' minds. I have three kids in our family. 
Not a single one of them can tell you what they want to do with their life. Not a single one of them can tell you what they want to do with their life. Right? One of them is a bodybuilder and a fitness model. One of them is a bartender. And the other one is a um, oh, x-ray technician slash MRI technician, which is actually a good skill set. But it is a very specific skill set. Pigeonholed for life to be in that profession. No way to get out. So you see it. You either fall into the, I'm going to become a technician, which is very specific knowledge or very general knowledge, which is useless to society. I'm going to be a bartender. I'm going to be a bodybuilder. Right? So, you know, Dell, you're talking about your own family. Go, I talk about my family so you realize you can talk about your own family. I'm not afraid to look inward and see where my failures are. But I don't look at my children as failures. I look at them as successes. Because they have to go through it themselves. They have to figure it out themselves. I can't do it for them. There's no way. But I know this. Until I read this book, I didn't realize that all that type of knowledge was useless. Almost completely useless. Well, then, Dell, what kind of knowledge is it? Well, the type of knowledge that I'm about to share with you is so hard for you to understand or appreciate that it's going to be painful. But here it is. And I don't know how much college you have, how much education you have, how much physics you have, how much you know about anything in the world, but matter exists. Yes, it does. It's everywhere or there is none of it. Whatever it is out there in the universe, there's probably black holes with no matter. But matter exists. And matter is nothing more than electrons, neutrons, protons, quarks, energy. And energy is all around us doing whatever energy will do until energy is acted upon. And when you act upon energy and try to corral it. And sometimes if you can think about trying to act on the energy around you and try to corral it, think about trying to corral 20 or 30 cats at the same time. They don't want to be corralled. The world doesn't want to be corralled to your will. But it's that energy out there that makes something you can make something of. And once you learn how to psychologically get control of that matter, around you and make it turn into the things you want it to turn into, then his saying in his book is absolutely true. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. There it is. That's the secret of the book. On every page, in every paragraph, on every chapter. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Now that in the last segments I told you the secret of Think and Grow Rich, the secret of the book, the secret of life, uh, the statement by uh, Napoleon Hill, which is whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. That is the secrets on every chapter or on every sentence, every chapter, um, every sentence, every paragraph, every chapter in this book. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. So it sounds so easy rolling off your tongue, but is it really that easy? Let's take a little, take, take a step further. Whatever the mind can conceive. Well, if you're brought up in poverty, if you're brought up in ignorance, what can you conceive? You can't conceive anything greater than that because you have no insight to it. So he talks about imagination. You have to be able to imagine something. Imagination. Imagining something that can't be true. Because until you can conceive it, you can't believe it, and you can't achieve it. So you have to start somewhere, right? And so when, you, when I was a little kid, I was a 200-pound fat kid, and I had this weird desire. And he says everything starts with a desire. So, you know, some kids had a desire to get to know Betsy Sue. Yeah, I would like to know Betsy Sue, but that wasn't my first desire because I was so fat and ugly, nobody wanted to talk to me. Betsy Sue wouldn't talk to me. So what desire did I start with? I desired to not be fat and ugly. I desired not to wear Coke bottle glasses. I desired not to have my parents shave my head all the way down to the skull every single time they shaved my head. Uh, I desired not to be 200 pounds in fourth grade. I desired a lot of things, none of which was to be rich, none of which was to be massively successful. My little brain couldn't think all that. It couldn't conceive and believe and achieve that. But I could imagine it. I could imagine being in shape. So I used the tools that are in this book, although I didn't even know that I was doing it at the time. I got out pictures of bodybuilders that had incredible bodies. And really the only thing I focused on was their abs. I didn't care how big their arms were, how muscular they were. I just wanted a waistline. I wanted abs. And really... You know, of course, I would like to be muscular and also, but it wasn't as important as getting all the fat off my body. So I thought about it every day. I had these pictures plastered all over my house, which is another thing that he talks about in this book all the time. Let me see if I can find the word for it he uses. It's um, auto-suggestion, you know, auto-suggestion that it's there in front of you every single day. You're seeing it. You're thinking it. You're believing it. You're, you're turning into it every day. So I had an imagination of what I wanted. I could conceive what I wanted to look like. I saw it. There it was. Nobody in my family looked like that. Nobody in my school looked like that. That was a picture out of a bodybuilding magazine or a couple of them. 
And you know, when I finally did become Mr. Texas, Mr. Arkansas, Mr. Louisiana, and I had, if you look at my pictures, they're in Facebook, if you want to go look at them or on the web, website somewhere, I had abs that looked exactly like the guy I had pictured. I mean, my abs were exact. I don't know how that conceived. I mean, you bring it in from the universe and you say, I'd like to look like this. I didn't know what my abdomen structure was under my fat. There's no way I could know. But somehow I picked up on exactly what I thought it should look like. And I conceived it. Still couldn't believe it. Wanted it, desired it, dreamed it, imagined it. But couldn't believe it. Why? Because I didn't know how. So then you go in the book and it says, look for specific knowledge. And I found a book by a gentleman that went from 400 pounds down to 200 pounds to become Mr. Universe. And name was Randall, Bruce Randall's his name. So you can look that name up, see that I'm not making this up. And I read the guy's book and now I could not only conceive, I could believe. It had been done, there it is. Before and after pictures, the story, the diet, the exercise, everything. So now I could conceive, believe, and eventually achieve. Now, the most important thing that the next year and a half did for me while I lost all that weight and became one of the strongest kids in the nation and definitely won almost every strength contest I ever went to at that part of my age against people of my own age. What I realized was not that I was a good bodybuilder, a good powerlifter, a good Olympic lifter, which I did all of them, but it wasn't, that's what, isn't what I perceived. I never was going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I could see that. I didn't have the genetics for it. But what I perceived was I had learned the secret to something. Now, I had not yet read Think and Grow Rich, but I knew that I had wrapped my arms around the secret of life, which was what? Whatever the mind of man can conceive, believe it can achieve. As long as it goes out and gets the specific knowledge it needs from someone who's been there. Not from people who have never been there. Not from teachers. Not from your parents. Not from your attorneys. Not from your CPAs. Not from all these know-it-all people around you that don't really know it all. That's what I figured out. Let those people go. And go find that one individual, that one person. Go find your Bruce Randall in your life. I found Bruce Randall. He taught me what to do. 50,000 people have joined Lifestyles over the last 30 years. Thousands of, them, thousands of them have told me that I was their Bruce Randall. Not because I'm super smart, super genius. Not because Bruce Randall was super smart, super genius. Not because Bruce Randall was ever even close to the best Mr. Universe there ever was. And not because I'm even close to the best real estate investor you'll ever meet. Simply because we made the knowledge available to people after having done it. So people could see it was real. They could believe for those of you out there that conceive that you someday could be financially free and get up in the morning and not have to go to work, live in a 16,000 square foot home with a 20 car garage, do whatever you want to do, have whatever you want to have and have money come in all the time, whether you're sick for eight months in bed with cancer or whether you're healthy, working out, happy, having a good time, partying your brains out, the money just comes in because the system is in place. 
because I don't work in a business, I work on businesses. And because I work on them, I'm not in them, I don't show up for work. I don't have keys to my offices. I don't have codes to my apartment complexes. I can't get in to anything that I own. I make it a point not to own a key or a code to any of the offices of any of the businesses or any of the apartment complexes that I have any ownership in. None. Zero. Nada. Because if I had a key, I would be given the urge to go do the work. And doing the work is not a bad thing. Doing work itself is not a bad thing. But get stuck in the middle of the work to where you can't dream, you can't conceive, you can't imagine, you have no imagination. As soon as the imagination is gone, you're dead. Think about people you know whose lives are just terrible, mundane, beautiful people who get married and love, happy. What happened to the husband and wife who were so happy when they got married in their 30s or late 20s? And all of a sudden, they were each 200 pounds, then 300 pounds, 250. You know, when was it that it was all right to go out and buy the polyester lime green stretch pants and wear sandals, you know, slippers, because your feet are so fat they don't fit in shoes? When, when, when was that okay? What, what year was that? Was it okay at 30? Was it 31, 34, 35, 40? When was that okay? When was it okay to stop cutting your hair and let your hair get all weirded out or just cut it all off and mat it up? And When was that okay to, to lose self-respect? When was it okay to give up on your dreams of having something good in life? When was it okay to stop loving your spouse and having sex with them? When was it okay to stop paying attention to your kids' dreams? When was all of that okay? It was okay the second you stopped dreaming. You stopped imagining. And why did you stop dreaming? Why did you stop imagining? Why did that all happen? Because you are working in a business, day in, day out, toiling away on technical skills that produce minimal results in life. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. And the lifestyle doesn't exist if all you do is toil for the money. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del Wamsley talks about buying your way back from corporate America through real estate. A massive change in my life. My personal residence I lived in was a one-bedroom condo, cost 425 bucks a month. This covered it. My automobile car payment was only 300 and some dollars a month. This covered it. I was buying my way back from corporate America. I could feel it. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to buy your way back from corporate America. Get in control. Get into our live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. And now a word on retirement from Del Wamsley. The average person thought they'd retire at 59 and a half, 60, then they said 64, then it was 65, then it was 66, then all of a sudden they jump right to 70, 70 is the new 59, 70 is the new 64, then it was, you know, hey, most people are going to work all the way into their 80s. Do you really want to work in your 80s? Or would you like to retire in five years or less? Find out how on Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're trying to give you the insights into Think and Grow Rich, the book by Napoleon Hill that changed thousands and thousands and thousands of people's lives. And uh, I'm trying to give you the insights so you don't have to read it 13 times. If you get that down to one or two or three inch successful, uh, get through it quicker and uh, get to your successful a lot quicker. Um, we've discussed now the fact that you have to have the, the imagination to conceive something that you want in life to achieve it. You have to conceive it, then you have to believe it. So you have to find something to model, something that shows you it can be done. So you have to conceive and believe. And um, the one of the points I'd like to make to you is that when you're in the conceiving process and the imagining process, you can't go around to the people that already have nothing around you and get anything that's anywhere near inspirational. You have to go out and look. Find the level of success that you want. I remember I dreamed my dad took me to his boss's house, and they, they lived on a lake up in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, where there's like five lakes and the beautiful lakes. And he had a beautiful home on the beautiful lake, and they had, jet, they had boats, and they had jet skis, and the kids just frolicked, and it was just an unbelievable quality of life. And I always dreamed, oh, and they had us up, all the workers and their families up for like Easter Sunday breakfast or something. It was gigantic breakfast catered, you know, all the top brass of that company, whatever it was, which is, you know, maybe four or five families. I mean, as a kid, it all looked much larger than what it was, I'm sure. But I remember that was to me, God, I wish I could live a life like that where I could have not only be successful, but have the success to share with other people and bring them over and let the kids play on the toys and all that stuff. And that stuck with me for life. It really did. And when I finally got to the point, I felt I was totally secure financially. I went out and I bought this house, this gigantic house with this gigantic swimming pool in the backyard with a mountain of rocks and waterfalls. I think there's like five waterfalls and there's a lazy river and a kid's pool and then there's three koi ponds and I don't tell you this to impress you but impress upon you. This was looking out my back door every day and the whole back side of my house is glass so from every room in my house I could see this. This is my life. That's what I see. It's what I look at all day long, every day. On the outside of that, the outside of my acreage, is three levels of trees. Big, tall trees, big, tall shrubs, and then lower shrubs. Between the three different levels, you can't see into my yard. I can't see outside of my yard. I live in a world that I dreamed up myself. Now, when I got the house, it didn't have all those layers of trees. I dreamed that you couldn't ever see my house. You drew, I dreamed I couldn't see the world. I didn't want to see the world. I wanted this incredible quality of life. And you know what I did just as soon as I bought the house and got it under control? I had parties. Giant, giant, 300-person parties. The parties became so 
the word for it is not famous, infamous, I guess is a better word for it, that people would bug me. Hey, can I come to your next party? From all over the country, they would fly in to come to these parties. My neighbors <laughs> at first were like, you know, man, that Wamsley's throwing these loud parties. And all of a sudden, they wanted to be invited to the parties. Then pretty soon, we'd shut the whole subdivision down, literally, and have a party at my house. And my dream is fulfilled. I conceived it. I believed it. I achieved it. It's in past tense now. It's something that I hold near. The parties are a wonderful part of my life. Um, but I want you to understand that I had to have that specific kind of desires to get there. Now, I'm going to end today with this segment. Once you know what you want, and I hope you're dreaming for more than what you have now. I hope you're dreaming for a quality of lifestyle that's because it's not just some money. Don't in thinking grow just says fixate on how much money you want. Don't fixate on how much money you want. Fixate on the quality of life you want. The money will come if you go after the life, right? But read this. It says, if you finally figure out what you want, then you're going to need personal experience or observation of what it takes to get there. It goes on and says, for our desires to translate into monetary career or another type of success, which we've picked in our desire step, we first require to have a specialized knowledge of the service or product or profession of which we intend to offer out into the universe for our fortune. Notably, this specialized knowledge doesn't have to be in your possession already. Knowing how to purchase or rent knowledge is popular way of fulfilling the step. Courses, seminars, books, or even book summaries, industrial conferences, they all improve your odds of acquiring the much needed specialized knowledge for yourself. Working with knowledgeable people, renting the knowledge, Allah, it says, is the other actual powerful tool. This side of the, this side of the spectrum, long Lifelong learning is obviously necessary for an ambitious person to keep up with the latest developments in their field. So now we're back to specific knowledge. That which your parents told you was important at the very beginning, but it wasn't important at the very beginning because you didn't have a dream to fulfill with it, a desire to fulfill with it. You didn't have large enough goals to do anything with it. You just got specific knowledge which said, go get a job work until you're 65 years of age and live the lowest quality of life you possibly can imagine. That of a peasant worker. Yes, nowadays our peasant workers are paid much better than the peasants workers were back in Jesus' time. But we're still just peasant workers, most of us. Right? We're just rats in a little cage. There's a song like that somewhere. I'm just a rat in a little cage. No matter what I think, I'm still just a rat in a little cage. Wow, wouldn't it be nice to get out of that wheel, to go out there, to conceive and believe and achieve the most wonderful and unbelievable quality of life existence that you could? That's my dream for you. I hope after today you have that dream for yourself. Because there's not much more I can do for you folks than to take the can opener and open this can of worms and make that book easier for you to understand. 
Hope it helps. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.